Scary mysteries, twisted news. Terrifying cases of true crimes and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious cases currently happening in our world. This week, we're going to check out the unsolved case of a tribal woman who was left in the snow to die, and the disturbing tale of a police officer accused of bringing a dead body back to his house. Get rid of his scary mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Left to Die in the Snow In 2019, the Canadian National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls, or MMIWG, released a disturbing report. It revealed that thousands of Indigenous Canadian women and girls had either become victims of murder and abuse, or had vanished without the hope of ever being found. One of these unfortunate women was Eleanor Uwenin. Uwenin, known by her family and friends as Laney, belonged to the Sutina Nation, a band government in Alberta, Canada, with territory spanning over 140 reserves. She was last seen leaving a downtown bar in Calgary back on February 2nd, 1982, and two days later, the young woman was discovered dead in a field on the outskirts of town. The crime report said that the temperatures were below zero on the night that Uwenin was murdered. There were tracks found in the snow that indicated the presence of a vehicle pulling off onto a less traveled road in the area. It was assumed that the victim had put up a struggle against her killer before the latter finally escaped from the scene. A sweep of the area also found tracks which showed that the woman had crossed the field in an attempt to get help from a passerby. However, the marks on the snowy ground told us that she fell down halfway and wasn't able to get back up again. A background check on the deceased, meanwhile, indicated that she had lived a difficult life and had been struggling with substance abuse issues. The affidavits also said that she may have been working in the sex industry during the time of her death. The case was originally filed by local law enforcement under the wrong name. Reports failed to specify if the error was ever corrected, but it did hamper the investigation for decades. Nearly 40 years have passed since Uenin's body was discovered abandoned in that snowy field, and still no one has been charged. It was also disheartening for the family, friends, and the indigenous community that they were deprived of access to her autopsy report and other documents filed during the police investigation. Danielle Uenin, the victim's sister, believed that there could be an elaborate plan to hide away the crime. In an interview, the younger Uenin said that authorities were unresponsive to their inquiries which they had incessantly been making over the past decades. Just recently, the Calgary Indigenous Community, with help from the Commission running the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls in Canada, were able to obtain records of the investigation, including the coroner's reports. However, they were told that it was already too late to put up her case in the National Forensic Audit of Police Files. Questions are running high on everyone's mind right now, 
based on the authorities' mishandling of the case. Could it be possible that the native woman's death was actually perpetrated by law enforcement officers? Did they perhaps drive her to the middle of nowhere and leave her to die in the bitter cold? Also, was there a conspiracy against members of the Canadian indigenous people whose deaths and disappearances were not properly investigated? As of right now, the case remains open, but it is certainly running cold. Number 2. Officer Takes Body Home According to the research from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety, there's at least one hit-and-run accident happening every single minute on American roads. There are a lot of reasons why hit-and-run drivers flee the scene. Perhaps the vehicle's stolen, or the driver doesn't have permission to operate it. And there's also the possibility that the culprit has outstanding warrants for other crimes, and they might be transporting illegal goods or drugs, or is in the country illegally. There's plenty of other possible explanations, but it all boils down to one thing. The driver doesn't want to take responsibility for the incident. It's infuriating, especially on the side of the victim, and the story you're about to hear might further incite those frustrations. It was 3 a.m. on the morning of November 1st, 2021, and Damien Dimka was walking on the roadway shoulder of the Garden State Parkway in Bloomfield, New Jersey. The 25-year-old, who was a nurse, had just come from a Halloween party somewhere in Garfield, and he was seen wearing a werewolf costume at the time. Then, out of the blue, a 2005 Honda Accord struck the pedestrian and killed him right there on the spot. The driver... 25-year-old Newark police officer Luis Santiago, who had been on the force since 2019, was reportedly drunk and using his phone when he hit the victim. Santiago was off-duty at that time and was traveling with his companion, Albert Guzman. But instead of calling 911 or attempting to render aid to Dimka, Santiago and Guzman loaded the individual up into their car. They then drove straight to the driver's home in Bloomfield, where he informed his mother and Ned of the situation. They allegedly discussed what to do with Dimka, who was, at this point, already dead. Mrs. Santiago allegedly said, Put that body back where you hit it. Put it on the floor. Had it not been for Santiago's father, who is a Newark police lieutenant, the accident may not have been heard of, but apparently the older Santiago decided to call 911 and told police that his son and his friend had been in an accident. The ensuing report revealed that the younger Santiago got angry at his father for informing the police of the crash. After what seemed to be a lengthy deliberation at home, the body was eventually brought back to the scene. The New Jersey State Police arrived just in time to find Dimka's corpse still stuffed in the back of Santiago's car. Authorities also reported the driver appearing to be intoxicated. He was taken for blood testing afterwards, and the same police affidavit stated that he deleted the text messages and evidence of calls from his phone before he turned it over. Aside from reckless vehicular homicide and desecrating human remains, 
Santiago was subsequently charged with leaving the scene of a crash resulting in a death. His co-conspirators, his mother and Guzman, were both charged as well with conspiracy to desecrate human remains as well as tampering with physical evidence. For what seemed to be an endless list of charges, all three were later released with conditions. The report from Essex County Prosecutor's Office stated, Santiago, on his part, only got a suspension without pay on November 1st, the day that he struck and killed a pedestrian. In his defense, Santiago's attorney said that the cop did not see Dimka when it happened. He thought at first that he hit a deer or some other animal. The defendant's lawyer said when he realized it was a man, he tried to get him help. It remains to be seen what further actions the local authorities will take on this horrible matter, but most likely not much will come of it. Currently, the case is slated to go before a grand jury for indictment. So, there were two of the most disturbing and terrifying stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is sure to show you why. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Scary Mysteries. Did you guys know that all of our videos are also available as audio only wherever you listen to your podcasts? So, we're there in however way you want to consume the content, and for even more in-depth and crazy stories, check out our Everytown podcast because every town has a dark side.